Good morning, everybody. Hope you've all had a great morning so far. Um, shall we pray before we wrap into it? If I close my eyes, it's a lot better. Dear Father God, you are good. We give you so much thanks for all that you've done, all you're doing, and all you're going to do. And we thank you that you never, ever leave us, and that even when we cannot see anything happening, you're working for our good. I pray that through this message, uh, you would help encourage those who need it, and would free and release those who are carrying the burden of waiting for a breakthrough. You were faithful, you were good, we love you, and in your name, amen. So, as Andre said, my name's Elliot, and uh, I, along with my wife, Jordan, we lead uh, Cornerstone Worship with the most amazing team out of every other team, I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, and it's a real privilege to be able to have a chat with you guys this morning, and, uh, and I'll be honest, it's a weird feeling not having a guitar wrapped around my neck or something, so if I start doing weird things with my hands, just ignore it. Um, but for those of you who don't know us, here is a really quick brief. So this is Jordan and I... Uh, back when we were younger, uh, a very old photo of Jordan and I, um, we've, I had it way before Justin Bieber. Um, we've been together 12 years this year, uh, which since we were teenagers, I was a child personally, but Jordan was a teenager. Um, it's not true. Um, and this is a photo of our first formal together, so young and youthful and naive. Um, we're incredibly blessed to have two little ratbag kids, uh, so that's Leyland, uh, who's our eldest son, he's two in a bit, uh, and he claims that he caught those crayfish, which he definitely did not, um, but he, he claims that. And then our most recent and very final, 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 final arrival <laughs> is Kirsten, who is three months old. And we feel super, super blessed and privileged to be, uh, to be parents, and even though it is equal pain to equal joy, um, we don't feel like we've aged that badly. Here's the most recent photo of us um, <laughs> at a formal recently. Um, and I think we look great, yeah, and yes, I have a spray tan. Um, cool, so this morning I'm privileged to be able to share with you a little bit about what God has done in our lives, both individually and as a couple, teaching us about his timing, not ours, the importance of waiting, and that he is always working for our good. Often in our, all of our lives, we find ourselves in places, or for a bit of Christianese seasons, uh, where we're in a period of stagnation, a period where we're crying out and believing for God's breakthrough, whether it be financial, health, a husband, or wife, having kids to get that new job, but nothing seems to be happening. Everything that we are doing, I like to think of this as the waiting room, the place where we are waiting for the next event or the next thing to happen. And just like waiting for the doctors, it can take a lifetime. Sorry to any doctors out there. I don't know everyone here, nor do I know any of your stories, or um, well, some of your stories, but not in, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but this morning, I really want to encourage you that although it may seem like nothing is happening in your current circumstances, it doesn't mean God is not working behind the scenes preparing your victory. Over the past two years, I've been in a waiting room, believing and waiting for breakthrough, but not getting anywhere and getting setback after setback after setback after setback after setback after setback, which felt like I was being forced back into my seat waiting for my number to be called. I'll be honest, this time sucked. But one example of our waiting room was that I was believing, declaring, fasting, praying for a new career, and um, praying for a new career, amongst other things, and nothing was happening. I was turning up to work every day feeling spiritually attacked, anxious about even getting out of my car and just feeling like I want to bring up everything that I'd eaten over the weekend. I, had, uh, I was expected to perform at a really, really high level, which did not help things. Uh, and I was searching, applying, and being declined for almost 30 jobs over two years, selling some of my most precious possessions just to keep the lights on at home. And it was actually one of the most humbling, but most difficult, but at the same time, one of the greatest times of my life. I personally think I've been, th uh, sorry, 
most difficult times I personally have been through, but it was also the best crash course of growing up I think I could ever go through. Despite how hard this time was, I'm so thankful that it happened. When we're in that waiting room, I learned it pays to take a step back and look at what God is teaching you. It says in 2 Peter 3 verse 9, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. What God taught me through this time was huge and was not only the growing up I needed, but it also strengthened and grew my relationship and trusting with God like nothing else and to trust in his timing, not my own, which is so hard. Through this time, God gave me four Ps, which formed the daily checklist, which I really hope might be able to help you if you're finding yourself in a similar situation or in your current waiting room. The first P is to pray. Ooh, big surprise. But, but honestly, it is one of the greatest things that we can do, yet so often it is the one that often gets neglected. We're too busy, we've got other things going on, and we just kind of treat God like a bit of a genie. But that's not what he's here for. Much like growing a relationship with a person, you talk to them, you get to know them, and, um, and the same goes for God. There's no formality to praying, you just have to talk. During our time in the waiting room, talking to God, saying how we were struggling, what we were believing for, and also how good he is, and what we were grateful for, was huge. And it was amazing, amazing just what, what God in turn spoke to us and gifted us, such as wisdom, clarity, provision. It says in James, whoops, says in James 5.16, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. As the song Talking to Jesus says, it's not a religion, it's more like a friendship. Just talk to God like he's your father and you are his kid. You don't have to sound pretty, just tell him what's on your heart. He's a real country singer, the guy who said it says. For myself, I had to set aside dedicated time to do this, which now saying out loud sounds really, really terrible. Begin up early in the morning for some alone time just to pray, or at the very end of the day just to chat with God was so amazing, and after a while creates a really good habit. Even if some mornings I did fall back asleep while praying, I like to think that was God's way of telling me to rest. The second is praise. I'll be the first to admit this was so hard. My nature, I'm a fixer. If there's something that needs to be done, I will get it done. So when there is something to be done and I can't fix it, and I'm expected to be grateful and praise through it, that doesn't sit very comfortably for me. But take a moment and think, what do you have not to praise God about? You are here, you have him, you have breath in your lungs, you have life, you live in a safe country, and that's just the beginning. Sometimes just laying down everything you have, humbling yourself, praising God for his goodness, his faithfulness, and for everything he is doing, has done, and is going to do, is like a weapon of mass destruction against negativity and things holding you back. There is such power in worshipping and praising his name wholeheartedly. This looks very different for everyone. For me, it is either plugging in my guitar, turning it up loud, and worshipping. For others, it could be going for a walk, spending time with God, doing art, doing hunting, which I guess it's been killing his creation, but no, it's good. Um, (laughs) Whatever it takes, I encourage you to take time in your day and every day and to praise. I'm the first to admit I love a good, heavy rock playlist, a bit of Foles, Foo Fighters, Royal Blood, Rage Against the Machine, Linkin Park, anything that just makes you go... But I had to change my listening habits. Instead, listening to worship music, driving and making way for moments, uh, sorry, driving to work, making moments of worship throughout the day. It made for a great way to not only set yourself up for the day, but a great reminder through, his, through the day when you needed it that God is for us. There is an amazing song called Wait On You by Maverick City Music, and this was my go-to anthem uh, as of late. And if Dante, and Dante Bao sings, while I'm waiting, I'll be praising. It's about what you do when you wait. Why complain when you can praise? 
In fact, the whole old church basement by Elevation Maverick City is such a good album, and it really speaks into a lot of the seasons that we're all kind of going through at the moment. Praising changes perspective, which flows lastly into my third P. Sometimes when we are in the waiting room, our perspective can be a bit skew with. As humans, we tend to focus on ourselves and whatever the flavour of the month scenario we have at the time. When we have been in the waiting room, we have been so self-absorbed with our issues that we're missing all the good things that God is happening, that God is doing in our lives. Take a moment to step out of your situation for a minute. Look around, take a new perspective of gratitude, and it will change the light that you're currently seeing the world in. It will put, you into, uh, put what you were waiting for into perspective. It could be something as simple as putting yourself in someone else's shoes what they, um, and see what they're going through. How are they? Better yet, how can you impact them and show God's love and not necessarily tell them? Remembering God is working for your good all the time. So what else has God done during the season that you can take learnings from? And what are you thankful for that God is doing for you? The last P is a little bit cheesy. It's Parmesan. Oh, my dad. <laughs> it's persevere. Jordan told me not to do that joke, but... Um, I should have listened. Um, no, it's persevere. So simply, God hasn't given up on you, so why should we give up on him? He's a man of his word all the time. Even if he, uh, if he has said he's going to do something, he will deliver. So despite how hard it is, persevere, keep praying, keep praising and trusting that your Father God will deliver on what you're waiting for. I've been saying, I have a saying which all my family get really, really sick of me for saying, but it has rung true in so many situations that faith makes a fool of what makes sense. Sometimes we're in situations we are believing for breakthrough when it is earthly impossible, or to quote the Hunger Games, the odds are not in your favour. but if, it is from God, but if it is from God, by persevering and keeping the faith, he will do, divinely make a fool of what makes sense. I believe this so much, I even have it tattooed on my arm. Um, when we were told we would struggle to have children, faith made a fool of it. When facing redundancy and no other job prospects, faith made a fool of it and delivered miracles. However, remember to persevere with faith and God will do amazing things. So speaking to you this morning about this topic, God's timing is, is written all over it. As I mentioned previously, I had two years of waiting for a new job, doing everything I could to no avail. Though the, through, the time, uh, through that time, it, we were humbled in every way possible, through health, through finan- finances, through relationships and so on. But it was through this time that we learnt more, uh, to trust God more than anything and believe that he is working for our good. In fact, it was only last week that we actually left the waiting room for this, and I was incredibly blessed to be offered what I can only describe as my dream career. But we have had some learnings along the way. Yes. Um, we've had some learnings along the way that God had to protect us from, and some things we could not see until further down the track. So I encourage you this morning, if you're in the waiting room, don't give up. Pray, praise, change your perspective, and persevere. God is for you, so who can be against you? It may be hard at the moment, but remember, you are not alone. You have a loving father, a loving church, and it's going to get better, and it's going to be so worth it, I honestly promise you. Believe in what God has said to you and declare his goodness and faithfulness over your life and situation. The breakthrough is coming. By faith, you'll see a miracle. That's it. Have an awesome weekend. Thank you so much.